0: Today's episode is brought to you by MyBookie. For all your betting needs this season, check out MyBookie. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo Echo, and they will double your first deposit. You play, you win, and you get paid. Today on the ZABEcast, how Twitter has pornified politics sounds disgusting and disheartening. Yeah, it's both. Notorious J-A-Y, his thoughts on Dave Chappelle, the whole Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch story, and the Andrew Luck retirement. All that plus it was a work from the get-go, and I don't believe one second of it. Your bonus, 40 minutes of gloriously uncensored me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go. Here we go. Wednesday, August 28th, 2019. Thank you for downloading. Let's get right into it before we get into the topics du jour and other stuff. Some feedback, you can send it to me at zabe at yahoo.com. I appreciate all feedback. I read all my emails. I take them to heart, both positive and negative and everything in between. I try to respond to everybody, but sometimes I miss them. This one from Rob Berry in Punta Vedra Beach, Florida. Hello, Steed. I've been thinking a bit about the Colts fans booing Andrew Luck when they heard the news. Yes, it's awful. That said, think about it. They had just heard through the media, not through Andrew Luck, not through the team, and they had realized, oh shit, our season's over. These are people who are not just emotionally invested in the team, but they are very financially invested in the team as well. Some maybe for the first time investing thousands of their hard-earned dollars to watch a very promising season in person go up pff, in smoke. So I think we should maybe forgive them just a bit for their one snapshot in time that was indeed a bad look. They reacted badly and emotionally to some devastating news. Sounds pretty human to me. Just my two cents, Rob Berry, Ponte Vedra, Florida. I agree. This is a great take, actually. And this leads to a larger conversation, which is they say how the fan doesn't understand the athlete. You don't understand how hard it is to get back off of that trainer's table and that rehab table and get back out on the field knowing you're going to get broken again in some other horrible, painful way. I agree. We don't know that. We think we know, but we don't know. And like Jim... Mora once said, you'll never know. It's a two-way street, though. The athlete does not understand the fans. They don't understand our existence or our life. They don't know this player, whomever it is, Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton, whatever, that we as the fans have been there way longer than they have. We were there for 20 years prior to them arriving. We'll be there for 20 more years afterwards, the true fans at least. We have been through ups and downs, probably more downs than ups. We have put up with all kinds of nonsense and pure bullshit from the team. We have paid money, good money, to go through this process of being a fan. We the fans, I'm not saying I'm a Colts fan, but if you were, you'd say, hey, I sat there and I paid top dollar for tickets for the suck for luck year, and it was not pretty. And so, therefore, basically, you don't understand our existence. Yeah, okay, we reacted poorly. This shocked us. We didn't hear it from you, didn't hear it from the team. What? You're looking at your phone. Andrew Luck's retiring? The fuck? Boo! Boo! Two-way street. We don't understand them. We can try to understand athletes and and get a feel for what it must be like. They don't understand us. And that has to be said and recognized. This one from Crazy Jay. Out in California, he says Home new, how new stadiums are changing fan bases. Zabe, at least the vast majority of the fans from Napa County, California, at least uh, those that are in the city on the peninsula proper, proper, as well as those in South San Francisco, guess what? They have all given up on Niner season tickets. Definitely a new flavor at Levi's Stadium, and it is Horrible. I walked out at halftime, says Crazy Jay in season one when the Seahawks thumped Harbaugh and Kaepernick on Thanksgiving, watched the second half in Los Gatos at a bar with local broads. Signed, Crazy J. Oh, I have no doubt that it's changing fan bases. The other thing, too, which has got to be interesting, I think of San Francisco, I think of Niner fans, and I think, well, I'm betting their fans are 80% Democrats. Very liberal, which is fine. Once upon a time during the Joe Montana years and even the Steve Young years and whatnot, you could be a liberal Democrat that believes in the kind of things that classic liberal Democrats believe in: higher taxes, more welfare programs, less, you know, less military, even gay rights, et cetera. And then also watch football and enjoy it and bond with your friends over a good football game. Now, I gotta believe it's getting harder and harder for people who believe, you know, who who are that way, who are liberal and believe in uh, active governance in a more socialistic type state. I believe it's harder for them to watch football because nowadays you can't just say, "Well, I vote Democrat and I believe in these programs, which you do, and these rights and issues." But shit, I I like football. It's fun. No, no, now I bet you must be militantly against all things that the other side loves. And given how much this president has been pimping the NFL and football and America, I would imagine it's getting harder and harder. I got to believe the Niners have been crushed in today's sort of political culture by, you know, the changing of the stadium and also the changing of the times where it's not as cool to be a fan of the NFL. Jason Stefan on Skycam said, I thought for sure, Zabe, you were going to give that a great plus. I did. In fact, I can't wait until that angle is an option to pay for and watch. Played for moons and coached for moons. I love it. And I can never listen to announcers anyways. I can't hear them over my announcing. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Stefan. Well, if you're a coach, I'm sure you like the high Skyline Cam NBC rolled out. I don't know how committed to it they are, but we shall see. Scott Shirey, my man in Houston, says, Zabe, Lux retirement can both be quite the millennial thing to do, Gottlieb take, and also saving his mind and his body for his family, the consensus take. These are not mutually exclusive. By the way, I agree. Too many people don't understand the notion that not every take is, excludes the other, that two seemingly opposite things can't both be true at the same time in a certain way about a certain issue. It is a millennial thing, says Scott, to quit when things get hard. That said, luck has the absolute shit beaten out of him for almost decades, so I get it. Also, though, all you got to do is look around you and see that millennials have thinner skin than Nicole Richie. That's a 90s reference for you millennials. You can YouTube it. (laughs) Okay, Scott, don't get snarky. And while they will absolutely quit and scream, not fair, into any social media void that fits them, whether or not Luck quit because the rehab was, quote, too hard, or whether he quit because he honestly didn't see him el- seeing himself being able to play and perform at his highest level is between him and God. That said, the bad timing or the people railing against, how dare you quit on my team, better sack up. Life clearly hasn't hit you in the balls enough professionally for you to understand that the eject button to save yourself is sometimes the best way to go. If it has, and you have, you wouldn't be saying it. You'd be saying what many of us have already said. We're on to Cincinnati. Pay up, show up, shut up, and I'll see you soon. Sincerely, Scott Shirey. Good job, Scott. All right, last ad before I get to Notorious J-A-Y. Actually, I also have to get to the portification of politics here in a second. I need a van. I need a van down by the river. No, I'm just kidding. Here's here's what I'm endeavoring to do. I would like to build a mobile studio. Mobile broadcast studio for one, two, three people max. Doesn't have to be big. Basically, the technology is there now that if you pay through the nose, as I do as a professional broadcaster, I have this unit called the Max Connect unit. It is a cell phone-based individual wireless network that can purportedly get your voice, broadcast quality voice, with very little delay through from almost anywhere you get Verizon 4G signal or Verizon LTE. I've I've been very happy with it. If I couple that with a van that is custom gutted inside to be a nice, comfortable, miniature living room with a miniature table, just a couple of seats, I can put this beautiful Roadcaster Pro mixer right in the middle of it, couple mics. I can podcast from anywhere because one of the things that, you know me, I just hate phones. I hate the low quality of being on the phone. So what I'd like to do is if I have a van and I'm going to call it, you know, the free hugs and candy van and I'll paint it white and I'll spray paint it free hugs and candy. So I get arrested immediately once I roll out on the street. Now, if I get a van that's got a miniature broadcast studio in it, if there is a higher profile guest that I contact and say, hey, I'd like you to have you on the Zabecast, would you do it? They would say, yeah. And then they would say, what time and can I call you? I'd say, oh, no, no, no. You just tell me a time that's convenient for you during the day, at night, or whatever, and I'll drive up to your house. Or I will drive to a local Starbucks. And I will say, come on in to the free hugs and candy van. We'll sit down and we'll do a crystalline in-person Very nice podcast. I could also theoretically broadcast live. So someday when I decide to travel cross country in the van and broadcast live from every top 100 golf course in the country, yes, yes, I will be able to be fully equipped. Beam it out. Now, here's where I need your help. Anyone who knows the van biz, the conversion van biz, help me out here. It's not like there are dealerships all over the place where you can just show up and see a bunch of different configurations. And I know you're going to say, the internet? you Have tried the internet? Yeah, I've tried the internet. I, I've, I've gone down that road, and I quickly get consumed with, no, no, I don't need that. That's too big. That's for a plumber. This thing is for a rock band. That's a bus. This is a that. That's a food truck. No, no, no. I need some help. Somebody out there who knows vans. Maybe you have a conversion van dealership. Maybe you do custom conversions. Maybe you've owned conversion vans. Again, I'm not looking for anything too big. I want something that's nimble and agile. I can get in and out of the city with it. Not something I need a, cl- a special class license to drive. Something that I could take on somewhat longer distances. Just an, I need one of those big, thick, meaty vans You know, that looks like a cruising van. And then we'll figure out how to, you know, retrofit the interior, put the electronics in it, mics, table, boom, drinks, gone. Let me know. Zabe at yahoo.com. Appreciate the help. All right, now to the pornification of politics by way of Twitter. I read from a Brett Stevens, New York Times guest editorial. Op ed, well, maybe it's not a guest editorial. But he's an op-ed columnist. And I got to this column. This, by the way, is not new. It's from 2017. So I'm two years in arrears. But I got to it because apparently someone today on Twitter retweeted how Brett Stevens once was saying, well, you know, to be able to mock people is essential to a free press. And then somebody called him a bed bug. And he, according to the guy on Twitter, and again, who knows if it was true or not, uh, Brett Stevens hunted him down, contacted his university's provost, and tried to get him kicked out of school or get him in trouble somehow just for that one little bedbug jibe on Twitter. So it was sort of like, ha Brett Stevens, what a dick. What a hypocrite and what a dick. Anyway, I went to his original column because I love the headline, "How how Twitter has pornified politics. And it is a fantastic piece. And it is spot on. He talks about how he basically quit Twitter, basically because he said he would still use it as sort of a personal newswire and or a promotional vehicle. But he said, why now? Why now quit Twitter? Because he says, it occurred to me that Twitter is the political pornography of our time, revealing but distorting, exciting but dulling, debasing to its users, and well, ejaculatory. It is bad for the soul, and as Donald Trump proves daily, Bad for the country. Should be noted, he's not the only one, but he is the guy that took Twitter to the moon in politics. Didn't I already say on this podcast that I would love it if a candidate said, I will not be on that thing. If you elect me, I'm not on Twitter. You don't need me on Twitter. I'm the president, for God's sakes. It's a sandbox for the stupid and a splash pool for the juvenile. I'm not in there. That guy would never win or gal. Twitter's degrading uses tend to overwhelm its elevating one. If pornography is about the naked, grunting body, writes Stevens, Twitter is about the naked, grunting brain. It's whatever pops out, and whatever pops out is altogether too revealing. Twitter doesn't just merely amplify ugliness. It erases nuance, it coarsens thought, it turns into a game of telephone in which original meaning becomes hopelessly garbled with every successive retweet. It also facilitates a form of self-righteous digital bullying and mob-like behavior that can wreck people's lives. He mentioned the whole Justine Sacco incident, which is one of the all-timers when it comes to Twitter. You'll have to Google it, I'm not going to get into it, not here. That too, he writes, is part of the pornography of Twitter, pleasurably bearing witness to the mockery or humiliation of others. Yeah, get him good. Things we would never say in person, acts we would never perform, become safe to indulge thanks to the prophylactic of digital interface. After I took this job, one wag on Twitter wrote that he hoped I'd be, quote, Danny Perled. He must have found it funny. My 11-year-old son did not. Again, you'll have to Google all that if you don't get it. I agree 1,000%. How do we get our politics out of the Twitter gutter? Do we pass a law? Is it possible? Is it constitutional? Probably not. Can we get candidates that say, I am shunning this way of communicating because it is bad for the body politic? Perhaps. They may never win. Will Twitter just eventually become a fad that goes away? Boy, I pray it does. Even though, I know, I use it. I try to make Twitter work for me, I do, just to shamelessly promote things like the watch party uh, on September 5th, Thursday night, Bears-Packers at the iHeart Megaplex in Milwaukee. I'll be there. Ten lucky listeners will get to bring a friend. We will eat, we will drink, we will pump our fist. Hopefully, we will see the Packers defeat the god-awful Bears on opening night. Go to the Game MKE site to sign up. Oh, That was a promotion right there. It's also on Twitter. I promote things like Ronnie Mervis's Safari this coming February. I promote the early bird sign-up for the upcoming winter trip to somewhere warm with the game. I promote things on 9-8. I just try to promote. I mean, it's annoying. I also try to be funny on Twitter in a lighthearted way, retweet interesting things and put a photo up and a short video up there. You know, I put the video up on Twitter of me doing donuts in the redskin car at the party we had at my house this weekend okay all it took though was one guy daniel in texas saying zabe hate to say it buddy that's a give up shirt you're wearing and you know what one wrong it was and it is and damn it i'm trying hard i'm trying hard to turn this ship around because i do not want to give up Oh, the new season is here, huh, kids? Antonio Brown is a Raider. They finally got him a helmet. Le'Veon Bell with the Jets. Odell Beckham Jr. is a Brown in Cleveland. I mean, there's hype galore. Who's excited? You're excited. I'm excited. And we're going to bet on these games. (laughs) I know where I'm putting my money down. My bookie the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book, period. This year, they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000, and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five games in the NFL against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. MyBookie is simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Now, you got to be aware there are you know, certain limitations in terms of the bonus money that you get when you sign up, but just make sure you're aware of those before you dive on in. They're all spelled out on the mybookie.com website. They've got player perks, the best in the business, and for fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Up to $1,000 first deposit bonus, you can double it. That's right. Your first deposit, you can double it up to $1,000. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. Go to MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E for those of you who cannot spell. And don't forget to use promo code ZABE. Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Remember, when creating your account to claim the bonus, and you're off and running. Bet, win, get paid. It's that simple with MyBookie. Okay, time for notorious Jay A ah. Y.
1: No, no,
0: you know what, Jay? I'm just trying to figure out how many yards will Lamar Jackson run for this year.
1: Or <laughs> well, how many how many passing yards will Andrew Luck throw for?
0: Oh, how about that? We're going to get your take on his retirement. We'll get your take on the takes because remember, we're a society now that revels in challenging other people's opinions all the time, every time. Am I right?
1: All day, every day.
0: All day, every day. Exactly. Stuff that should never be news on any website becomes news. Like for example, Chris Russell, who works for uh, the other station in town here in DC, used to work for us, Redskins reporter. Got Call pulled person, over. By the way, what's that?
1: Horrible person.
0: Well, okay, I'll leave that as it is. I uh... thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, I, he, he's in my also, in others receiving votes, but he's not top twenty-five. So.
1: Oh no 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 no! Horrible <laughs> person there's a lot of them, yeah. Oh okay. He's, he's dead. Yeah he's yeah he's yeah he's in the poll. He's <laughs> in
0: the poll. He's in the fine print on the bottom. Also receiving yeah. votes, Chris Russell. I I find him harmless. I find him annoying, but harmless. But that's fine.
1: Okay, maybe that's maybe he's more annoying than horrible. Sorry. Yeah, I don't, I don't I'll take that
0: back. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's horrible or evil. He's just annoying and a little bit self unaware. Anyway, he got pulled over for uh, talking on his handset without. Uh, you know, handless communications got pulled over by the popo and it was on the air. And so that clip somehow made the top of the rundown of the USA today, either sports section or just the USA today blog for the win, which admittedly is not the most robust journalist site. Slow news day. That's the thing. It is a nothing story. It has no impact whatsoever, but you know what it'll get? Click, Clicks. click, 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 And so that's what, that's what runs the day these days. Just like takes on takes and pushback on takes and people doing highfalutin takes in which they run up to a straw man of an argument, Jay, that isn't a real thing. And they smash the straw man and then All they they stand over the straw man and they go, Look at how look at how heroic I am. I took an argument that no one is really actually making, and I demolished it. Yay me.
1: Out of the two stupid takes over the weekend for Andrew Luck. <laughs> yeah. Which and now, well, Doug Gottlieb's was the worst of all time, okay. right?
0: Gottlieb right? Gottlieb got the most heat and he quote but doubled so down. He doubled down on it, Jay, <laughs> the next
1: day. But Doug, Doug Gottlieb really, I mean, somebody re- responded to him, hey, glass houses, which was funny. Doug Gottlieb can't really say shit because every time he opens his gapper, someone's going to come back with credit cards. Well, So he really can't say anything.
0: Tory Smith did that, former Ravens wide receiver. He said, right. oh, rehabbing's too hard, huh? Just like he said, yeah, working's too hard. That's why you stole credit cards.
1: Right, and then, then I forgot about Dan Dockich uh, accepting a job and then <laughs> quitting said job. I forgot about
0: that. Docket's take was man. I got cousins that worked in the coal mills, Co- coal mills, coal mines, coal mines. Yeah, uh, the steel mills and the coal mines. Right, walk to school right. two ways, five miles uphill in the snow every day. And that's that's always just an easy comparison. You can always say that basically, and 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 ragging on millennials, which is what Gottlieb did. I mean, that's a, f- that's a year-round sport these days, you know? Because they do suck, Jay. Let's be honest. Oh,
1: no, 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 no. I, I work with some. They are the worst <laughs> people on earth.
0: <laughs> Don't hold back how you really feel, Jay.
1: But 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 Gottlieb just he, – he's, he's an asshole, and he doesn't really – outside of basketball, he's not really that bright. I, I find that – that's the one thing about sports radio that angers me. There's a lot of hosts – who have one speed and when they get one gear, when they get out of that one gear, they just sound so (laughs) stupid.
0: Well, the problem is takes get rewarded. The hotter the takes, the more ludicrous the takes. And, and and it doesn't matter how wrong you are. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're, if you're a flat out liar, like Francesa, it doesn't matter if you do things like skip Bayless to get attention. Those are the $6 million a year guys. Just be loud. Well, yeah, be loud, and just make sure to go against the grain. You would think Whitlock is a against the grain artist?
1: I'm the, we you got to have a poll at some point on who is the worst of the hot take kids.
0: Yeah, I think it's been done before. It's the internet. Okay. I would imagine. Okay. I would imagine okay. that. I would imagine uh, Skip Bayless, Whitlock, Clay Travis, those types.
1: Funny that they all work for the same network too that's really wild yeah that's pretty wild
0: espn ESPN does not allow they they allow some takes oh will kane would be another guy but he's more he's more of a token than a hot take artist he's like the token conservative and he knows how to play it up so there's that you think he's not being sincere zane no no (laughs) (laughs) i'm being funny
1: no i think sincere
0: no here's the thing you can both be somewhat insincere in your takes and also still be a token. Okay. In, other, in other words, you, you you can be somebody who you're there because of the way you lean. And also you can say, okay, let me make sure to deliver to my employer what they want. Right. And boy,
1: he does that.
0: I know he does. I, they, see, it's funny when it comes to resenting people in our business, I resent the existence of Will Kane more than maybe anything. Because he uh, put in he put in no dues. He has no sports media or sports radio pedigree. And he's you know, he's on a very high perch. Uh, he's he's got a great job at ESPN. Um and so there's there's guys like that. You just have to deal with it. I mean, look, they're giving ex comedians like Jay Moore prime radio slots. How'd oh, that last?
1: Jesus Christ, right. that angered me also. Artie
0: Lang once got a radio shot on Fox sports radio. Cause you know, clowns and asshats run networks sometimes.
1: Oh, you really, uh, you know what? I don't want to say another name because you had him on your show. That uh, angered the fuck out of me. Who? JT the brick. He was a fucking caller.
0: Oh. <laughs> okay. Listen, JT the brick was a caller, but JT has put in almost 20 years in the biz. So Didn't you can give- say, you can say he got there sort of by hook or by crook, but he's put in the work since.
1: Didn't they give one to the, what was his, the Cobblin-Asian, whatever, whatever, caller? Didn't they give him a radio show?
0: <laughs> I don't, know. I don't they, know.
1: They did. They did, in fact. But, uh, but anyway.
0: What's what's his name?
1: I can't, It was, his tag was something, something Cobblin-Asian. He was a, a SmackDown contestant. Oh, okay. And he got a radio show, I think, in San Francisco or San Jose, one of the two.
0: I find it remarkable that Jim Rowe is still a thing.
1: I didn't I was listening to something and they had those break in CBS you know CBS sports radio those right. hot takes for a minute and Jim Rome came on and I said is Rome still a thing?
0: <laughs> right. I
1: didn't know. Tiki Barber has a show. And Ex-athletes. that's athletes worst thing ever.
0: Ex-athletes have shows. I I've accepted that. That's that's the way the biz works. Ex-athletes are going to get shows. What I would like is more Uh, Minority voices, more black hosts who didn't play at any level to be hosts.
1: Been been saying that for a while, but I I,
0: because I I know you and I know Hatch are funny and know sports and would be great on the radio. But
1: well, that that bomb was killed by your former program director, and it's going to take a while for that to come back. When Chuck Sapienza put together the worst morning radio show in the history of the world. And it, and it failed in, what, six months? Yeah, six months because I bet Mark You think Turner... the man
0: cave really hurt it that much? I mean, Jason Reed yeah, because... is a writer. I'm talking just a straight radio guy. You had the two live stews in Atlanta who were pretty big for a while, and I, I don't think they played sports at any high level.
1: Yeah, the brother did. There was one brother who played in the NFL. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, so, and so next time somebody goes, hey, let's do a show with Two black hosts. Well, we tried that in DC and it failed miserably. So, uh, that, that's going well, to well. I hope that's to- I
0: hope that's not the case because oh, you need too? you need the right guys is the thing. You need or you need
1: a you and, need and a forward thinking program director, which <laughs> let's be honest, there's like three of those, and yeah. you need the right guys.
0: Yeah, the most forward thinking ones have already gotten out of the business. They've found their way forward to something better. But no. Yeah, the, okay. To me, when I listened to the two live stews, I was like, okay, I could get into this, but it was just so clubby and so inclusive. Yeah. There is no gentle handout to the white listener to say, Hey, come on in. Come too on much, into the in,
1: too much inside stuff that you Yeah, uh-huh. you know,
0: right. And and you're gonna help black explain some things for me today, which is always good, especially when it comes to Dave Chappelle and this whole Wayne Brady gotta choke a bitch. Because oh, that God. was something else right there.
1: Oh athletes on TV. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but before we get to that, let me get your unified centralized. You've thought about it for twenty-four hours now at least. Andrew Luck retires. Tape. I
1: have no problem with it. He was tired of rehabbing. Rehabbing sucks.
0: Pimping ain't easy, and rehabbing sucks. It, it
1: has, right, it has to be the worst. And the the Indianapolis Colts, who, by the way, I hate them. I hate <laughs> Indianapolis Colts fans. Probably on my on my you know scale of hating fans, they're probably number two, uh, number two behind Cowboys fans. They're before Redskins fans, but behind Cowboys fans because they don't deserve football. The hatred, and I hate, is, the hatred and I, is strong in this one, and I,
0: Skywalker.
1: Yes, and I and I hate because they stole the team. And I hate Jim Irsay. Right By the way, the, the memes on him with the Stone Cold uh, from <laughs> like 2003, that was the best thing on Twitter on Saturday. Oh, my
0: God. Andrew Lux retired. Jim Ursay just got Stone Cold stunned. Right? <laughs> but,
1: but there was one where Stone Cold uh, did his, I, I, I can't, his, um, oh my God, his mic thing. Yeah. And, uh, he was, he was, there was somewhere in the South and he goes, we know this is a dry County, but you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, more tequila. <laughs> what?
0: And they're going, what?
1: Right, right. What? And somebody, and somebody put that as Jim Ursay talking and it was the funniest thing ever because Jim Irsay had a little problem with liquor and pills. Just a small problem. <laughs> what do you mean?
0: Had. How I do we know? Ne- didn't he kick? How do we we know? How do we know? Is there a drug testing program for owners where they have to pass and pass and pass and pass like players do all the time?
1: No. And, you know, Jim say, Apple does not fall far from the tree because his dad was a raging trunk.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, cocaine's still around, I've been told, and this we found out with (laughs) Evgeny Kuznetsov. And we found it out and, with Patrick Chung, maybe, yeah. allegedly. We don't know on Chung's case.
1: Didn't the cops came to his house, he had the Coke in there. He came to his house because he was reporting a burglary, right? Oh, Chung? Yeah. And that know, what happened?
0: I didn't even read the details on it. That's yeah, interesting. I
1: think he, he report yeah, and I guess he didn't like Chris Carter say, have a boy there.
0: Hello, nine one one. Yes, what's your emergency? <laughs> Man, someone's stealing my coke. You gotta because- get here quick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was reporting something else. The cops came, found coke, and he. I'm sure he probably said, "That's not mine.
0: Not mine. That ain't mine. Right? That ain't mine. Ain't me. Not mine." Well, <laughs> so is there any belief that maybe Andrew Luck made a rash decision?
1: No, Andrew Luck is. Does he strike you as a irrational young man? No, not at all. All
0: right. Well, how do you square the fact that he was all excited for the season? He was all in and then he gets hurt again, and now he's like, I'm out. In fact, I'm not even going on IR, I'm retiring. That seems a bit dramatic. It's almost like you said, oh, I can't wait for the season unless I get hurt, and then I'm, I'm not going to play anymore. Because I, he, had, he had to know he was going to get hurt again.
1: I'm so, I, I can't get mad
0: at him. Okay, I'm glad you said mad. I'm not mad at him. I'm just pointing out he might have made a rash decision. If he comes back, how will he be treated after a year or two off? I'm officially unretiring. Back with the Colts, will people be like? Eh, no, what? No. Or. Uh,
1: <laughs> I I oh, I don't. The only people who are giving him backlash are Colts fans and Godly uh, and 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 Dan Dockett. By the yeah. way,
0: if if he does come back after a year. Oh, God help you with Dockage and Gottlieb. They will hold a high and parade right down Main Street. A told-you-so jamboree, the likes of which you've hardly seen. Am I right?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, well, so it goes. That said, could Jacoby Brissett win the division anyway? No. Why?
1: No
0: no racist because he's black for, huh way to but, go jay yeah, jay yeah. Catrell, racist black quarterback Jacoby Brissett is a
1: backup for a reason okay right
0: well where's he been new england all right and you can, here you can understand why he was a backup up there right
1: okay well oh, okay yeah but
0: he, i think he was somewhere else too before new england just for the record i'll look him up where right now
1: go, where did he go to college
0: i want to say nc state
1: no, oh, you're right. I'm look. You're you're exact. Boom! Oh, look at you.
0: <laughs> it's like I do this for a living, baby. Look at you. <laughs> Pro football reference. Did you look it up? No. Oh well, but how did? Not, how not, how do you no, know no, that no. I'm right I, about I, I, no, the no, no, NC State? No,
1: I hit Jacoby Brissett and said I. I didn't look up. Pro football reference.
0: I just Googled. Oh, oh, oh the, the the next word Google game, Jacoby yeah. Brissett College, Jacoby Brissett porn, it's, it's, Jacoby NC Brissett State. nudes, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett controversy,
1: right? And it says NC State.
0: Uh yeah, New England. That's it. It wasn't it was nowhere before that. Uh, you know, we'll see how it goes. But um, I don't know. The Texans, the Texans are a perennial disappointment. Mariota has sort of fizzled in Tennessee. Jameis has one last chance under Bruce Arians in Tampa. They'll be an interesting team to watch. I don't know. We'll see. Let's move on to the, is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch thing? So when I heard this Desmond Howard thing on on college game day, I first heard about it because they came back from break and Howard was apologizing. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Right. If I offended anybody, I'm sorry. Okay. Then I saw it and I go, Huh? Cause I have not watched every Chappelle show there is, and that's a huge you have hole. Never seen
1: this episode. Uh,
0: Jay, I have okay. many holes in my resume, pop culture wise. Okay. This okay. is a glaring one. I've seen a selected number of Chappelle show bits, and they are all fucking hilarious, or so it seems. I just haven't seen everything. I need to sit down and make sure I sweep up and collect everything. So I, I think was this, then, yeah.
1: this one season this is this was a season two episode.
0: Okay. All right. So yeah. So basically the premise was Wayne Brady of who's out whose line is it anyway? And now uh whatchamacallit? Uh Price is Right. Price is right. Or no 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 not Price is right, but um, oh. let's make a deal. No, he? No he doesn't let's yeah, make a you're deal. Right. Yeah. Price is right is because uh, Drew, Drew Carey um, does yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, right. And these are the sweetest gigs in all of Television, like you tape them in bulk for like a month, and then you have a month off, and they do it in Burbank, California. You were you were with me in Burbank, California. Remember, we drove up to Vegas. Tom
1: Parker didn't do it every day. Fuck no,
0: (laughs) no, you are kidding, right?
1: Yes, yes, okay, good,
0: yeah. And it's a and it pays big money. Syndication's huge. Who cares if you are not reinventing the wheel or creating some great creative masterpiece? It's money. It's, it's, it's a cash great game. money. So it's Wayne cash, Brady. Wayne Brady. Very good-looking, big smile, nice and gentle, funny, cute. You know, wouldn't hurt anybody. The original premise was, I guess they said Wayne Brady is so white, he makes what? What was the reference? Somebody emailed me this.
1: Brian Gumble. Okay. The, the, Brian Gumble. The, premise, Gumbel was, the, the looked, premise was, yeah, we, we don't know about these people and Wayne Brady is really really gangster in LA
0: but it start it started though with a joke the week be, with the week before Paul,
1: Paul Mooney said Wayne Brady makes Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X <laughs> right there we get in okay. the, the cuz they yeah they had a, it was the Negro Damas played by uh played by Paul Mooney yeah. Oh, yeah yeah
0: all right yeah so so that was the origin of it and then the next week Chappelle wrote a skit in which he and Wayne Brady were pimps.
1: No, no, they weren't pimps. They, they were riding, they were just they were riding around together and they were just talking about stuff.
0: Weren't they collecting and money though? Because I played the soundbite up. Are you sure about that, this,
1: Jay? I'm hundred percent positive. So it starts off, Dave and, and, and Wayne are, you know, you know, uh, sorry about that Mooney thing. He's like, Yeah, that's okay. He goes, Man, we're black actors, man. We gotta stick together. And they pull up to a club. And Wayne Brady goes, "Oh, there he is!" And then this guy goes, "Oh shit, it's Wayne Brady!" And Wayne Brady takes out a gun and shoot and starts spraying everybody. <laughs> and he says, "Break yourself, fool!" <laughs> and they ride off. And Chappelle is just shocked because this is not the Wayne Brady that he knows. So okay, the but there thing- was
0: there was one yes. where they were pimping, and he. This is yes. where the choka bitch comes from. Yes. and he's yes. collecting. But- and the and, and Wayne's like, oh, looks like Mr. Benjamin's a little bit lonely here. What's up? Ra- Raquel? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> and he's like, is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? Haha. Which, Very funny. Yeah. Back in a prehistoric day and age in which you could do shows that made jokes about that. Never mind the fact that not making jokes about hookers getting choked by their pimps won't save one actual hooker, Jay, from getting choked by their pimp. It's just you can't say it anymore, or nobody yes. does. But it's funny, if you think about it, <laughs> Wayne Brady being all hard-ass, is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? So that line, I guess, sort of gained its own lore, right? Yeah.
1: By the way, there's outtakes, and Wayne Brady fought vehemently to get that line taken out. Oh, it's very funny. Oh, yeah. really?
0: Yeah. So he didn't very like that? funny. He didn't <laughs> like
1: that, no. Because he had an image. He had a clean image. Sure. Yes.
0: Okay. So anyway, it goes to another iteration because apparently Robert Flores on ESPN, whenever there's a Novak Djokovic highlight, uses the line, is Wayne Brady gonna have to Djokovic?
1: Yes. Which is very funny. I like I like Robert Flores.
0: And that brings us now to good old Desmond Howard. What happened with Desmond Howard when he was asked, so you think Michigan could beat Ohio State this year? Because they've only won one of the last fourteen meetings against their arch right. rival. His response was, oh, man, is 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 Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch?
1: And it, it was so out of context and not even belonging. And I was like, what? And I was like, oh, God, Desmond, really? And then then he said, and nobody on the set laughed, which was another thing, because none of them got it.
0: Do you think it, you think it went over Herb Street's head, like a, a punt into the end zone? It went over
1: head. It went over everybody's head, like, yeah, like a kick and like like, yeah. You're lucky that, you're lucky that head. Lee
0: Corso didn't blurt out. I'm sorry. What about a bitch again? <laughs> <laughs> you know how old people do that? They hear one word and they go, wait, what's that about a bitch again? <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, the, it
1: was out of place and stupid. <laughs> and he thought it was hilarious. And then they came back from break and he's apologizing. I was like, you should have been apologizing for trying to use the joke. That was the dumb part.
0: Oh, God. So, because I'm going to want to use this now in my everyday life. How do I use it? If somebody says something to me that makes me mad and I want to choke them, I can just say, Hey, is Wayne Brady going to have to choke a bitch? And then people go, Oh, ha ha, I get it. Chappelle showed joke I don't from years think that, ago. I don't
1: think that's a usable joke.
0: <laughs> Not no more. It ain't.
1: Not no more. Yeah. I don't and, think it's usable.
0: And have you seen Chappelle's got a new Netflix special? coming out.
1: I I tried to watch it yesterday and I got interrupted. I'm going to have to finish it uh tomorrow.
0: Was it It got The pan-
1: first half was funny.
0: Well, hey, Ch- it it got panned by somebody writing for Vice because Chappelle remains unapologetically transphobic, making jokes after jokes about trans people, which also is now forbidden. And yeah, his style he is like he's super anti-woke now and he doesn't like the fact that a lot of his fans and other people have been snitching on him about, Oh, the shit he used to do. And that has hurt his career or so he thinks.
1: He, he made it, he made a joke about Anthony Bourdain. He said, killed, Bourdain himself. Killed, yeah, killed, killed himself.
0: Yeah. Kill himself. The food critic who does the TV show killed himself. Yeah. Okay.
1: And he goes, I got a buddy who was in law school, got married, the woman that he married divorced him and took as Wayne, as as uh Dave said half his shit. And he didn't kill himself. <laughs> it, was, it's it, wrong. Was, it was very strong. It was super strong. It's strong, it's and wrong.
0: Again. But
1: And then he's there we tell one gay people. He goes, Contrary to popular belief, there's some gay people who are horrible people. But we can't say that. And I mean, that's true.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean Yeah, no, you're
1: terrible, terrible people.
0: You're, you're, you're right. And I know me and, and I think you would say the same that in, in private life and just hanging out with the boys, I take my humor in the highest proof legally allowable. Like there is very little humor that I go, Hey man, that's off limits. If I'm sitting in a private setting, if it's funny, I don't care if it's really twisted. Sometimes that's the best shit. You know what I'm saying? That is very
1: true. Yes.
0: But the the walls have closed in on this, and I'm not sure Dave Chappelle's going to be able to reopen them. Before we get to FTG for the week, did you see I don't where – I
1: don't think we want to do FTG this week.
0: Okay. All right, we're Cause out it, then on
1: because No, because no, you were not going to like it. So I I was like, I, I, while we were talking, I was like, mm, man, let's not do it.
0: Why wouldn't I like it? it was going to be a listener.
1: Because I, I listened last week after my appearance, and I was highly upset.
0: By an emailer?
1: Yes, by an emailer. Yeah.
0: So I know who that is.
1: Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So The positive
0: feedback, Jay, and the level-headed feedback outnumbered the one you're thinking about 10 to 1. If yes. it matters. But that's okay. Oh, can I, can, by the
1: way, I heard you talking about your Little League experience. Is that okay? Does that mean
0: we're up, time's up? No, no, I'm sorry. I was just I I'm recording some stuff uh cameras oh, okay. To, extra videos. T- GoPro popping off, that's all.
1: Okay. No, I I heard you talking about your little league experience and you said you were a glove man pitcher but had no bat. No, I, bat. no bat. Yeah. Yeah, no I bat. Was, I was laughing because uh <laughs> let me see what's this uh, in fact this is our 1999-79. This will be our 30-year reunion. We won a tournament to go to another tournament to play in Wings, Wingsport. But we got drubbed by this team from uh, Frederick County. And I think I had the worst, no, the, the best worst line ever. I had three hits, a double, a single, and a triple. No, no, two doubles and a single. And three errors. This, that's like the best worst line ever in a in, in a in a in a tournament game. Yes, I made three errors in the outfield. So you weren't. A, I, was an inf- yeah. I was an infielder who they threw in the outfield. I sucked at you, outfield.
0: You should have said uh, the ball got caught in the lights every time. <laughs> it, it, it got caught in the sun. It I got caught not, in the yes. sun, right? Yeah. They, or had, or it, it got
1: caught in the <laughs> wetting of my glove and popped out.
0: Hey, here's a great piece of sports equipment that nobody uses anymore: flip down shades. <laughs> Ooh. Those were the baddest motherfuckers in the world when they <laughs> were worn by major league outfielders. Are like, yeah, man, I'm out here. I'll I'll catch fly balls. And guess what? If one comes to me, I'm flipping them shades down and I'm making the play. Boom.
1: Yeah, because you you'd hit your hat and he flip down.
0: Well, nowadays were- now guys guys just wear Oakleys the whole time, so they're wearing shades in the outfield the whole time. well I don't know how they do that. They wear shades that help them track the ball better. Unless it's, I guess, a night game. It, it, it depends. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. Speaking of shades, you saw where the NFL is now going to allow tint advisors?
1: They are now going to allow? Wait a minute. They, they, in, 98,
0: in 98, they said no tint advisors unless you've got a doctor's prescription, believe it or not.
1: Because Ed but, Reed wore those for a while.
0: Yeah. But get this. Uh, they signed a deal, did the NFL, with Oakley to be the official visor provider of NFL helmets. And now you can wear lightly tinted visors without a doctor's note.
1: Oh, what a shock. They signed a deal <laughs> and now you can do it.
0: Oh. Just like Antonio Brown. What a shock. He's got a new helmet maker that's going to involve endorsement money for him. Wow. Oh. Twas a work. From the get go. What's right.
1: their what really what's 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 their record? What's your what's the over under on
0: the Raiders? What's,
1: what's ve- yeah, what's the Vegas say? Because I did not I did not put any money down when I was in Vegas on over unders. I'll have to take it like, I'll
0: have to take a look at that. I, I don't know. You would like to bet the under? Oh yeah, the under, yes. Okay. Got some good defensive players, man. Uh Jonathan Abraham, uh Cleland Farrell.
1: Gotta score though.
0: And Antonio Brown. Eh, yeah, yeah. Use your defense to score okay. defense that turns into offense. We'll see. Uh, finally death row records, uh, bought, hold, hold bought by, by Hasbro. Hasbro. <laughs> this That's is, this is, this is fucking hilarious. Not yes. that there's going to be any bleed over, but it's just weird that a company that owns all these things like play school and my little pony and the Marvel universe is like, Oh yeah. Gangster Rap, we We're in. We want that.
1: How did that? How did that meeting go? At Hasbro. I Uh, think we want to do some things here.
0: Yeah. We see some synergies between Suge and his estate and Mr. Potato Head. We're thinking of a sort of a a, a fantasy collaboration. The kids will love it. The old school, you know, hardcore rappers, uh, they'll love it. And I've been listening. Uh, This Dr. Dree guy. Oh, I love him. (laughs) He is fantastic clocking going those a, bitches. A, I, boy, I was bopping my head with the missus on the way to the country club listening to it. i going to look forward to working with you, Death Row.
1: It's going to be a Snoop doll. A Snoop doll. Because Snoop was, of course, <laughs> was in very, the very early uh, roster of Death Row. It's going to be a Snoop doll. We know that. A Tupac doll. And just in time for Christmas.
0: Okay. Alright, since you won't do it, I'm going to do it, and you're just going to have to sit here and listen. Okay. But if you want to throw in an FTG, you can. Uh, well, no, I'm not throwing not this way. Not that you're, you're gonna let yourself cool down I'm just not a bit. A good yeah. Guy. Yeah. I'm the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Alright, my FTG goes to one Evgeny Ivanovich, a reporter for a Russian sports channel. He was doing a stand-up for a soccer game as a field sprinkler was coming right at him from close range behind him. You know, one of the rotating field sprinklers? Yeah. And basically, without interrupting his report, he took the full blast of a field sprinkler as it cycled right past him. Just got him drenched, and he didn't miss a beat. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy because that's called a work. That is a planned work every this is how he's gonna try to get over he wants to go viral oh look at this Evgeny Ivanovich what a great reporter no idiot doesn't see a sprinkler coming no idiot is so committed to a live stand-up shot that they don't get out of the way this was done on purpose and this is now what's happening in our sports media world, people are doing shit on purpose as works to go viral, get them clicks. Thirsty girls, thirsty boys, click, 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 click. To those guys, I say, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, so he took that one, good. He took one for the team for work. No, he did, no, he took one for himself. Is what he did.
1: Well, okay, okay. That, that yeah, took one for himself. I for feel good. Notoriety.
0: I feel good. Do you want to you want to uncork one real quick because we're out of here today? Um, Oh, no I all right Yeah, give me a week okay give you a week okay yeah uh i'll give a fuck that guy for you fuck that guy to the parking lot cell phone guy meaning he's pulling out of a parking space which is a low speed endeavor but it's one of the most dangerous things in terms of light body damage you can do right you gotta pull out just the right way you gotta watch for cars coming watch for kids coming It demands your full attention. And yet I see so many men and women insist on, well, I got to make a call right this second. So with one hand, they're trying to steer their car around a tight parking lot. The other hand, they are calling somebody that instant. Jay, tell me what you think of those people.
1: Fuck those guys and gals.
0: Thank you very much. All right, Jay, that'll do it for us this week. As always, thanks for the run, and we'll talk next week later and that'll do it for me today we'll dance out to ftg why not it's simple it's fun i like the song it's good thanks for listening download subscribe friday me and mr x will go over season totals looking forward to that and yeah that's all you need to know rate review tell a couple friends appreciate the growth and continued strong support of the Zavecast. Next week, we'll tell you about a yearly subscription option that bypasses sort of the monthly rigmarole. But if you want to stay monthly, you can. So tell you all about that next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have yourself a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time.